what's love got to do got to do with it well everything according to my guests today well hello hi and howdy it is time to get you tuned in turned on and tuned up with your weekly dose of the healthy happy fun hour here on my show the dorsey show where i help you to awaken your play purpose and pleasure because it's my belief that happy people make healthier choices and just have way more fun along the way well, if you've been listening for any time, you know it's about that time again. It's that certain time of the show because I'm feeling some kind of way. I'm feeling like I need a good news story to start <laughs> our day. All right, so look at y'all. Again, you hear me say this all the time. You know I'm a sucker for anything involving animals, kids doing crazy or cute things, long-lost families being reconnected, and, of course, anything fart-related because (laughs) they make me happy, giggle, and feel better, and it doesn't take much. Well, this week I have two quick stories for all of you. These come both courtesy of the Today Show Online. The first one is Cody's Last Wish. Burger King grants free food for life to terminally ill puppy dog. So Cody has been a loyal man, loyal memory. Lord have mercy. I can't even talk already this morning. (laughs) A loyal member of the Morris family in Toledo, Ohio, for nearly a decade. Two months ago, he was diagnosed with cancer and only given about one to three months to live. The Morris's son, Alec, wrote a tweet that they were brainstorming ideas to make their beloved pet's last days as wonderful as possible. And what a better way than a juicy cheeseburger every day for the rest of his life. I mean, I would enjoy that, right? (laughs) Well, the family usually makes burgers at home for Cody, and they decided this one Sunday to make a stop at a local Burger King. And when the employee asked why this entire family only ordered one cheeseburger, a plain cheeseburger, she got the story. She zipped back to the back of the store and came back with the manager's approval to treat Cody to his favorite meal for the rest of his remaining days. In response, Burger King's corporate account tweeted out the world needs more of kindness and empathy and thank the family for the chance to help Cody. And I think it says a lot about a person who gives so much to creatures less than themselves. So thank you so much to Burger King. I might actually go have me a little something today in memory of (laughs) Cody. And the next little goofy funny story is time capsule in a bathroom. (laughs) There's a couple in California. They decided to remodel their bathroom just weeks before the wife was due to give birth i mean hello you talk about nesting that's a little cray cray the contractors found something while remodeling the bathroom and called the homeowners some photos of the previous owners and their bunny cassie were found i guess in the wall or something along with the photos was a note hi we're the shinsekis i don't know if i'm saying that right we remodeled this bathroom summer of 1995 if you are reading this that means you're remodeling the bathroom again What's wrong with the way we did it? (laughs) (laughs) And Cassie also had a message. Hi, I'm Cassie the bunny rabbit. I lived here too. I'm potty trained. I'm going to be the next Cadbury bunny. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, this was tweeted out and promptly had people in just by floods posting what they found when they were remodeling their various parts of their homes, which I, of course, you know, there were a few that posted some dirty magazines, which is like, oh Lord, I guess they were trying to get rid of them real quickly, you know, so the wife 
didn't know or whatever. It's always amazing what you find when you least expect it. Well, something else that has me giggling a Google, which, by the way, I don't know if my guest knows this, that's 10 to the 100th power. So that is a lot of Googling and giggling. That is a lot. Is making new connections where you never expected to. And to give us some tips on connecting with heart is LinkedIn influencer and founder of Houston Young Professionals, Freddie Gorgeous. Say hi, Freddie. Hello. Good morning. And it really is gorgeous, isn't it? I wake up gorgeous every day. (laughs) You know, when I first heard that your name was gorgeous, I thought, oh, my stars, there are so many men that are going to be like, wait, that's not fair. He must have changed that. That's not right. That's not right. (laughs) So that's awesome. That is absolutely 100% right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you so much for agreeing to be here and, and giving us some tips on how we can grow our social media connections in a realistic, healthy, fun way to have real, you know, what I say, the real, real connections, right. you know, and, you know, I was doing some researching and you know, unfortunately we're, we're a, as much as we can connect, we're a generation of loners. That's right. Sadly, you know, and even studies back from two to from 2015 showed that premature death increases by 26% because of this loneliness that we have that's going on. It's even a bigger epidemic than obesity and cancer and heart disease, which is mind blowing. I, I totally agree that um, the social media and, and technology has kept us, you know, locked up in our room. Yes. As much as you think you're connected, a lot of times you're less connected, you yes. know, as, which is, it's, it's almost hard to wrap your mind around. It's the perception you know? of connection. Exactly. Oh, I like, ooh, perception. I say it again. Really, like, the perception you know, of connection. Perce- yes. And say it's so sexy, Mr. Gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you know, here on the show, hey, whatever happens live just stays live here. So here on the show, I'm on a mission <laughs> to turn your frown upside down with giggles for days and lots of play purpose and pleasure. And you as well are very much into connecting and doing it on a personal level. That's right. So were you always a connector or were you shy as a child? No, the I tell people the Freddie you see today mm-hmm. was a Freddie that was just born out of fire and, and a lot of challenges, right? Okay. And the Freddie that I remember is this 10-year-old Freddie who was extremely shy, you know, with limited beliefs, limited doubt, and, and just, no, I was not always this major connector. Yeah. Well, tell us briefly, because we'll get into that in a little bit. On LinkedIn, you're, you have personally, what is it, 32,000? So right at 32,000 uh, first-degree oh. connections with a main focus here in Houston. Okay. And then you also have a group that you founded, Houston Young Professionals, and that has 27? So Houston Young Professionals, we're a little over 27,000, and okay. it's known as the largest networking group for the city of Houston, the fourth largest city. City, okay. And it's the fifth largest LinkedIn group for young professionals on LinkedIn altogether. Oh, shut the front door. Open it back up. Oh, I mean, hey. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, hey. <laughs> so you are definitely poised to answer some questions for our listeners about how to be as social as they want to be. Because even today, even if you don't want to grow a business on social media, you it really, you never know who you can meet, what you can connect, what you can get from someone or even give to somebody by being connected. A- absolutely. You know, um, the only way you can be a blessing in someone's life is by being in their life exactly oh I like that all right so there's you know we talked you said a little bit about this many loners you know deal with self-doubt limiting beliefs and the like and I understand you dealt with these growing up so how did you turn that around for yourself sure you know being a loner is not say a choice you know mm-hmm. maybe for some people just it but it's usually a symptom of limited belief or a limited value system or or, or just doubt mm-hmm. and so the question was how did I turn that around mm-hmm. um, I remember going from my junior year to my senior year in high school, and 
I had some friends that weren't really friends of mine and, and got in this big fight and I got beat up. That's, that's the thing. I'm not a fighter. And, oh my gosh. Uh, I, I got jumped and I was like, well, I need to change my life around. This is, um, th- all this is no good. Yeah. And I need some new friends. I, I need, beat I my, need, beat my I need butt. to get a better understanding <laughs> what friends are. Well, yeah, no joke. <laughs> right. You know, and, um, I decided going into college or that, that high school senior years to focus on my academics. And mm-hmm. then I got into college in that freshman year. I was like, well, okay, um, you can hear my accent. I'm I'm country. I'm a country kid. So I, I got <laughs> rid of the South. I got rid of my Wranglers, my my cowboy boots, my cowboy hat, and cowboy shirt, and traded them in for loafers and a polo shirt and and um, Levi's, you know, and, and also traded that in for the search of a new Freddie and new friends, you know. So, so at one point, you've got to make a decision and say, if I walk into a crowded room and nobody says hello to me, that's my own damn fault. You got to own that. And you have to give true. first. That's right? true. That's so, true. Yeah, it, it, was, it was just a series of things that happened, but ultimately it was that decision. I want to make a change. And then I just started things, uh, think of things of as, as a social experiment. You know, so that way I, I didn't have to worry about what the outcome was. It was just a social experiment. Well, that's true. You know, and there, there is a lot of social anxiety for, especially a lot of introverts, if they go into a crowded room or even co- going into college and they don't know a lot of people or it's a really big college, you know, say four year compared to two year. Because I right. do see that you went to Stephen, uh, Steve, I went to Stephen no, at Boston. No, I went to Sam Houston. You went to Sam Houston. Hey, Stephen at Boston was yeah. still party man. Although I think y'all partied a little more than we did <laughs> <laughs> over there. Oh, yeah, I know about the, those um Sam Houston Stater. So yeah, I know about you guys. So what would you say was the most important lesson? Because I'm sure there's some folks listening that are kind of like, oh yeah, I feel that way. I get that social anxiety as well that you learned about being social and developing, getting out and just developing relationships. Well, you know, I understood and started observing human behavior and pattern and people get cliquish. Oh yes. And and people are afraid of change or they get comfortable in that particular zone. And, And it's hard to, um, interject yourself into that mm-hmm. so like if you go to a club or a bar or the mall you just cannot walk to straight into a group of people right you have to create the right environment and so the right environment is an environment of spirit of friendship spirit of i'm here to connect and be open so i say the first thing is don't try to approach people randomly uh at, at the mall or other social scenes go to specific events where people are there for the same reason to connect so first put yourself in the right environment that you can get rid of the, that anxiety. Okay. Well, we're going to actually get into a little bit more of that here in a second. Uh, and here's one of those little things I told you I like to work on. So here's a little <laughs> funny for you. So picking your nose. Right. Picking your underwear out of your fanny. Picking <laughs> your friends. After the break, we will discuss other things you can pick that will help you prosper in life and in your business. Chances are. She's the only Dorsey you know. I don't think I want to try that again, actually. No, All right. Whew. Watch Dorsey on YouTube. Connect and subscribe. Go to VinylDraftRadio.com. What would you like from your bank or credit union? How about a mobile app that makes banking simple? How about free online banking and mobile bill pay? How about loan decisions made locally? How about 15 convenient locations? Associated Credit Union of Texas has all of these and more. Sounds like you should get associated. ACU of Texas, federally insured by the NCUA. For more info, visit acutx.org. When was the last time you went to the dentist? One year? Three years? More? Most of us get so busy that we don't go to the dentist like we should. Well, maybe it's because you're not going to the right dentist. 
Call Dr. Tekin and his staff at Tekin Smiles right here in Link City, 281-334-4944, or go online to TekinSmiles.com, because seeing your dentist shouldn't be a pain. When you're looking for a new home, why not seek the counsel of a friend who happens to know the housing market better than the back of his hand? John Wilkinson can help answer questions related to obtaining a mortgage lender up to finding and securing the best home for you. John will take your best interests as his own and provide valuable property and neighborhood information that is important to your family. Call John at 281-974-0739 or email him at john at jwgetsitsold.com to start looking for your new home. How's this weekend for you? Simply contact John Wilkinson with Better Homes and Gardens, the real estate agent invested in you. She laughs a lot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> She's fun. Oh my gosh, I'm like so excited. She's quirky. Fantasmagoric. She's Dorsey. <laughs> Welcome to the show. <laughs> this is the Dorsey Show on Final Draft Radio. Uh, I am here with Freddie Gorgeous, and yes, that really is his name, <laughs> LinkedIn influencer and founder of Houston Young Professionals. And for those of you just turning in before the break, we were talking about being alone in this sea of you know social media right. and some basic things that you can do to stay above the water and flourish. Now we're going to get vulnerable. All right, we're going to pick my guest's brain and discuss the real, real relationships, how to build and pick a tribe and community that you want to be in and thrive in that community that you choose to be in. Well, Freddie, there was something, because, you know, when my guests come on, I do my homework. Right. So I, I kind of sort of stalked you just a wee bit, okay, <laughs> on all your social media. I noticed. <laughs> yes, you know, I'm, I'm just a little bit of a stalker, you know, I got to do my homework, you know. And there was this philosophy you have for business and life, which, you know, I like it, I like it a lot. <laughs> and it's the walk in the spirit of love. Yes. I love that. Literally, no pun intended. And everyone has a story. Would you agree? I totally agree. And your story was, you were talking about, you said something briefly about you were bleeding money. You know, after you got out of out of college and you started realizing it's a social experiment and if, if it's if it's kind of up to me, up, you said right. up to you to get out and be social and, right. and, and break out of these, this sort of, um, what, what do you want to call it? Break out of your shell. Le- limiting beliefs limited and beliefs, all this, right. you know. And so you said something about bleeding money, stressing, no business network and you said you had a financial crisis that led to a marital crisis that led to eating 14 jalapenos in one minute that's right what the what so tell us about the jalapenos (laughs) in just a minute so kind of tell me your story and then tell me what the heck you were doing eating all those jalapenos sure sure okay so the, the story goes you know, we all remember 2008, right? The financial yes, crisis. Yes, yes. Everybody was affected. Mm-hmm. And I had my own business at the time. It was a nice six-figure um, business. Married at the time, two little children. And found myself where I wasn't able to close any business for six months. So I was, I was bleeding more money than I was bringing in. And I had um, homes I was trying to flip. Now they became renters. And they were paying late and, of course, still bleeding more money than I was bringing in. And, um, you know, all this led here uh, to me. The crisis was that I had nowhere to turn to. Mm -hmm. You know, I I didn't have a network. You know, I I wasn't the Freddie you see today. You know, I was just me, my wife, and my two kids and my neighbors. And my neighbor was going through the same problem I was going through. My wife at the time wasn't happy because, I mean, 
it's a crisis, right? Definitely. And and so that led to um, other things down the road, and it led to a road of a lot of self-discovery and, and understanding, you know. And um, what uh, got me, so we can go straight into the jalapeno story. <laughs> okay. Tell, please tell me what the heck. <laughs> My wife uh, at the time heard an ad on the radio that they were giving $500 to whoever ate the most jalapenos in one minute. Uh. So we had a nice, beautiful house in Copperfield, northwest Houston, and the competition contest was down in Pasadena in a food town. Pasa, op- get down, The Dina. opposite side of town, right? <laughs> yes. And um, if you remember then, you know, in the summer 2008, oil prices were high, mm-hmm. gas prices were high, it was driving a Suburban, energy Ooh. prices doubled, so your electric bill went, went up the roof. And um, believe it or not, $500 was important to me at that time. And... We load up the girls in the car. We got in the car. We was driving down there, stopped by a CVS, got a bottle of Malanta, and we had a strategy. <laughs> we had a plan. And you were prepared. <laughs> prepared. And when I got down there, you know, I was the only um, white guy there. I was on the Weddle, you know, even though I'm half Mexican. You know, and, but there's other people from South America, from Mexico, who eating jalapenos, they eat jalapenos for breakfast, right? It, yeah, exactly. That's an and, appetizer. Right. And, and so I was so committed to this. And we've done other things to, to get money in you know, garage sales and things oh, of sure. this nature. Um, but um, they, they, they started the competition. Within a minute, I had finished 14 jalapenos and ended up winning the competition. And they gave me this big check, <clears throat> you know. And um, any story you can think of, of having that fire in the belly. <laughs> literally, I had that <laughs> yeah, fire in the belly, in belly, fire in the hole. <laughs> it was bad. And uh, I, 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 I would never willingly do that again. And I share that story just for one purpose. I was such in a position that I had nowhere else to turn that I felt like that was my only option. Gotcha. Now, isn't that the painting of desperation? It is. Or you could have just wanted to share that story because you know I love anything dealing with, you know, poop or farting. Or <laughs> so like, I have to bring that to the show. Although I tell you what, there's many things I will do, you know, to, to get that fire going. Right. I, in my belly, I am not so sure that I'd do the jalapenos. Oh, my Lord. It, well, you know, that got me thinking, if, if this is what you have to do because you have nowhere else to turn. Mm-hmm. Well, let's not put ourselves in that position ever again, right? Yeah, no So joke. I guess I'm somewhat of an extremist. So I went from extremely shy to extremely extrovert, mm-hmm. you know, through this mindset of a social experiment. Mm-hmm. And um, through my employer, when I went from a six-figure income to a $40,000 job, I was only able enough to afford rice and beans. But, hey, I'm half Mexican. I love rice and beans, <laughs> right? Oh, there you go. And... I was required to do outside business development, so that's where I, I got it on got on LinkedIn because I was joining all these chambers of commerce and trade associations. Mm-hmm. So I was introduced to uh, I got paid to, to to network. That was my mm-hmm. job. I got paid to have luncheons, and it was a great job. I really enjoyed it, even though it paid only forty thousand mm-hmm. dollars. The very next year, I had a twenty percent raise, and I kept on growing my my network for the company. But then I thought I want some social growth. You know, I want some growth for Fred because at that time, mm-hmm. now I'm divorced, right? I don't want to be alone. I know what loneliness feels like. Now, I was alone as a child. And it's not that I didn't have any friends. Is that I didn't have any friends. Yeah. Well, and I can <laughs> see know? that's a cycle. And it's like, right. you know, you already been, you were out of it. You got yourself out. So I'm sure you were like, I don't want to go back. Now I'm a grown man. Yeah. So I don't want to repeat this cycle, the spin. Exactly. And- and so I decided to try to get a leadership role in other young professional organizations for social growth and cannot find a leadership role. So I was like, well, I will create that leadership role. And that's exactly what I did. 
Oh, I love that. Well, you know, that's more of the, there was something I talked about a couple episodes ago is the 99 and 1. 90% say on social media of all the different platforms are your lurkers, the people that are kind of, you know, maybe more loners. They might not ever do anything. They probably won't even heart it up, like it up, comment. 9% of the people are the ones that are going to comment and share and like mm-hmm. and even post content and whatever. The 1% are the ones that are creating groups, creating movements, creating communities. So you moved from more of a 90% kind of on the side watching right. everybody else to now this 1%. You know, that is so true. I had a uh, conversation with a friend and we decided that sometimes the best leaders were once the best followers. Oh, well, you cannot lead if you cannot follow. That's right. I firmly believe that, you know, because the world does not need and cannot support leaders across the board. They need followers. And what's the best way to be a leader is you have to be able to not only take criticism, listen to everyone else and be a follower at some point and right. be a giver. Like you were talking about, you know, right. be a blessing. You know, if you if you want blessings, be a blessing. That's right. You know? Absolutely. So what would be some suggestions that you have for people that are wanting to know how to start connecting, kind of getting out of their shell, out of their comfort zone a little bit? Organizations in the Houston area, maybe some that are out of the Houston area for those that are you know not around Houston or Texas. Sure. You know, and networking can happen anywhere, Sure, just like a friendship can happen anywhere. Mm-hmm. So the first thing I would say is start identifying what are your passions and, and truly identify your core value. Who are you? You know, when we walk in the spirit of love and when we're asked to love our neighbor as ourselves, mm-hmm. I think our first problem is that we don't love ourselves. So the first thing that we have yeah. to do is, is start loving ourselves. And then get comfortable in knowing who our true identity is. And if we're not happy with that true identity at that moment, that's okay. Mm-hmm. Now you know. Now let's create that true identity. What is going to be your mantra? What's going to be your credo? What's, what are your true value systems? So do that first. Because when you go out there, you want to be authentic. Nobody likes someone that's fake. Well, you they know? can pick up on that so fast now. Absolutely. Thank you, reality TV. Right. (laughs) Absolutely. So once you identify your true core value and your your true self and you're authentic, then start identifying where's your heart at as far as where do you like to give your time, your your um, your influence, your your finances. So look for volunteerism opportunity because also great leaders also volunteer. Mm -hmm. And then you can get a chance to talk to them on the same playing field where their heart's at and then they'll welcome you as their their friend and they'll introduce you to their network so find nonprofits to get involved in whether volunteering or participating or supporting them one way or the other mm-hmm. then the second thing i would suggest is um try to find other like-minded people you know or people that can lift you up because it, it does anyone any one person can bring you down but it takes oh, yeah. takes a lot of people to lift you up so this would be a good time to purge the negative energy around you. Purge the people that are bringing you down. Purge the people that are um, saying you cannot do it. Mm-hmm. And just remove yourself from their energy. Mm-hmm. And then I think you'll be in much better position to uh, go and make some new friends. And then truly try to make that an authentic relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, um, Don't make it about you. Because if you're the only person on the mountaintop saying, hey, look at me, 
everybody's gonna say, "Hey, I've already seen you." Exactly. You know. <laughs> well, exactly. <laughs> you know. When we're talking about me. <laughs> well, it's almost like you know the little boy that cried wolf. You know, you get attention initially, and then if there's no value behind, if you don't have, I mean, you know, more of a servant's heart and wanting to give and really help. Right. You know, and that's what I talk about purpose. You know, what is your when you you said it too when you find your purpose? If you're up there screaming and you're helping others, yeah, you're gonna. I mean, next thing you know, they're gonna fill that mountain and the ones around you, and then it's gonna fill the valley. Right. You know. Unless you're one of those that's always, oh, look what I did. Oh, look at this and what I did. You know, after a while, you're like, you know what? I don't give a rat's ass what you did anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Get off. <laughs> you're, you're, you're a shallow howl at that time. Yes, exactly. And there's way more There's way more than enough of those right now. We Absolutely. need true, authentic, real relationships and communities, you know? And because that's, that's what's going to help people get out of this anxiety and these limiting beliefs and realize that, yes, I can do this because there's, you know, like Freddie here, you've got several communities where I can be and meet true like-minded individuals people that are there and ready to be received and, and to give yes i like that i like that I, again i like it i like it a lot <laughs> <laughs> all right so you mentioned that you believe we're here and i again i do love this so we'll just briefly tell me about this that iron sharpens iron you know and that we're in perfect alignment on that so what is the i know you said being vulnerable i think did you say you had three so you did two was there one more that you had about building relationships or where to go to for community or was that that just like your main two that you want to focus on those are my main two you know okay. i i have some other thoughts and philosophies that i could okay. share okay you know um but uh, those are my main two okay and give me some examples i know you can't pick your family unfortunately we all know that right and you can't pick your friends you know to have around when you can't be around family or whatever so maybe give me some examples i think there's like if, if people want to go and and get into group are there like linkedin groups or Meetup or so there's a lot of different online communities. Okay, and there's of course there's different LinkedIn groups based upon interest, based upon geography. Okay, um, there's also a lot of different Facebook groups, and again based upon interest or, or different geography, and of course Meetup and Eventbrite. So there's a lot of resources to go out there to find free opportunities to meet other people. Okay, and the idea is is that when you go there, I would challenge you to meet at least three people and have an authentic conversation with them. Well, you said three, and three's my number, so that I'm really happy that you said that. <laughs> All right, well, guys, they grunt, they fart, <laughs> they are clueless at gift giving, and we cannot live without them. Up next, helpful hints for the her in the house on The Dorsey Show. <laughs> for more info on today's show, go to VinylDraftRadio.com. Click links and guests. This is The Dorsey Show. Coastal Shade Company is the Houston and Gulf Coast leader in outdoor shade coverings, from palapas to pergolas, pavilions, and more. Looking for an outdoor kitchen or fireplace? No one will provide you greater value than Coastal Shade Company. Contact us today at 832-917-7672 or visit us online at coastalshadeco.com. Do you ever wonder how every insurance company seems to boast about having the best rate for you? With so many companies, how is it possible that they can all have the best rate? Well, the reality is they're all telling the truth, kind of. You see, each insurance company has a different set of target customers that they're looking for, so each company will have the best rate for someone. The challenge is finding the one that likes you the most. Perfect Policy evaluates you through more companies than any other insurance agent, and that's how they find the best policy for you. It just makes sense. More options means better value. Contact Perfect Policy today. 
Tucked away in the side streets of Kima, the white exterior of Kima Steak Company radiates a timeless essence. Behind the doors, a casual yet elegant dining experience welcomes their guests. They make sure your dining experience is nothing but the absolute best. Come in today and see why Kima Steak Company is your perfect getaway. Kima Steak Company is located at 707 Bradford Avenue in Kima. Contact them at 281-334-9463. Reservations recommended on weekends. Want to hear more Dorsey Show? Check out our audio archives when you follow us on SoundCloud. Subscribe at iTunes and Google Play and listen to every episode every week. This is The Dorsey Show. We are back on The Dorsey Show with my guest, Freddie Gorgeous. Freddie, say hi. Hello, everybody. (laughs) And yes, again, if you're just joining us, that really is his name, Freddie Gorgeous. Guys, I'm sorry. You're just out of luck on that when he came by that name, naturally. (laughs) So last week, I shared some helpful hints for the him around the house. So this week, to be fair, I'm sharing helpful hints for the her in the house. So ladies, here's some things that your fellas wish you knew without them telling you. And these are courtesy of my friends and followers on Facebook and also some celebs before though we get into that we were talking about you know relationships and mm-hmm. you know the, the, which will go into great ideas here for guys about what they wish women knew about them and relationships but you know Freddie we were talking about relationships and building true community so tell everyone how you know they can reach out to you to connect with you and maybe develop you know get ideas to develop a community or work with you directly so how can they get a hold of you Absolutely. So I'm really easy to get hold of. You can Google <laughs> three things. You can Google Freddie Gorgeous. Okay. You can Google Houston Young Professionals okay. or Houston LinkedIn Workshop. You can go straight to LinkedIn, find me on there, Freddie Gorgeous. Or you can go to LinkedInSalesFunnel.com or HoustonYoungProfessionals.com. I mean, you're like, you know, I said this one time actually to Randall, he was on the show. I was like, oh, I'm Googleable. Yes. <laughs> I said right? that it's so fun when you're like Googleable. That you means know? you have arrived and you put no, enough content out I there. I know. It's like, and I even went incognito, you know, to see, because you know, when you go, when you Google something from your, well, especially your, if you're Googling from the Chrome browser. Yeah. And you, you have know, a Gmail it, account. Yes. <laughs> it, it knows you. So it brings up, you know, you or stuff or whatever. Right. So I went incognito and I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> I was really excited. <laughs> Okay, so are you ready to hear what some of your other other fellow man men? I'm, want? I'm interested to see what the kind of wisdom they have. Okay. Or lack of. Okay. Yeah. Or, <laughs> or lack thereof. All right. Well, let's get into. Uh, I'm not going to say any names, although I was gifted a few from some of the production team here at the radio station at Vinyl Draft Radio. Hey, hey, hey that's a small list. <laughs> You're still pointing fingers. <laughs> hey, I didn't point any fingers. Guilty dog always barks first. <laughs> All right. So this one is, I wish she knew I'm not lying when I say I'm thinking about nothing. So true. It is true. I that often say that I appreciate that you think that I'm thinking, thinking about something, <laughs> something, although I'm really kind of zoned out, you know, <laughs> I wish she would stop cleaning the whole house before I get home and then call me a lazy asshole. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Bazinga. Right, at least leave that one sock so I can pick that up. I or know. Something. It's like, <laughs> hey, it's like you cleaned it. You know, don't say, you know, leave my stuff a lot. You know, I've done that with my husband. Like he'll put. I'll put my stuff up 
and then if there's a pile of stuff and he you know he'll kind of be like uh, and he might get in a little poopy mood then i go um honey that's yours <laughs> and then it's like oh shut up you know <laughs> all right sometimes we don't want we don't sometimes we don't want to talk oh don't take that personally i get that you know sometimes men are you're just working stuff out you know right. for yourself or again you're back in the nothing box and you're just really don't want to talk because you're in the nothing box and it's a happy place we want to be just silent in our, our calm water yes in your happy nothing box yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and, and this now i have to admit i agree i agree with this one i used to be a heavy like shopper go for hours and right. stuff we don't go shopping when we need something thing we just go in buy it and leave that's right and i do that i am all about convenience and you know millennials are on that way as well that's like whatever i can do or get delivered or get here quickly that's why prime amazon prime is so freaking amazing it's you taking can off click it click it next thing you know you got it in a day or two done deal i don't have to leave my couch you know i agree with you guys on that one all right so here's a few more just say you're sorry this is from guys <laughs> to the girls don't bring up something from the past and try and deflect and do females ever sit back and think i'm wrong and i'm going to apologize to him <laughs> Ooh, ouch ladies do you ever think about that because you sure want him to apologize to you you know <laughs> so and i have to admit it does take a big person there it have does. been times i don't necessarily like it i will say you know and my husband you dead gummit if that little fart's listening he better agree but i have you know we've been together for quite some time i have if there's something i've said or done i can tell it really upset him i will go and say you know what i shouldn't have said it that way i'm really sorry you know it takes growth and it takes right. communicating and developing a real relationship to be able to do that well, it does, and it also takes um, the opportunity just to, to drop it, too, as well. Oh, no kidding. Just leave it. And I've got a secret for that. Oh, do tell. So I'm in a relationship, and this is working for us amazingly. Right now. Right now. All Whenever right. we talk about something that's in the past, mm -hmm. that's negative, or that's not benefiting us in any way, mm -hmm. we say this Greek word called teleo. Teleo. So it's kind of like letting yeah. it go, let yeah. it in, let's move forward. Oh. And it's just a nice way of saying, instead of saying, shut up or be quiet or yeah, drop it yeah just say teleo, teleo. Let's, let's just teleo this yeah i like that because it's not benefiting you and it's not benefiting no. me exactly all right here's another one if most men were asked to choose between being loved or respected most would choose respect because it's the currency and foundation of doing business and effectively communicating with men i figured you'd like that one a woman can say she loves a man but if he doesn't feel respected her love may not be hitting her intended mark I was like, ooh, y'all get very deep. I'm like, y'all get deep with me here. The ladies were like, you know, just popping <laughs> off stuff like crazy. I'm like, ooh, the men got really serious, you know. And this one was a good one. Treat his ego the same way you desire him to support, encourage, and reaffirm your self-esteem. What a great way to be reciprocated, right? No joke. You know, I like that one. So those are both from Jamal. And a man judges how well he is doing as a man by the amount of happiness he sees in his woman or by the size of her smile. Wow. This ain't just about sex, but rather every time we wonder how we're doing, we will look to see how happy you are to judge our efforts. I was like, dang, guys, y'all are like laying some really heavy truth bombs here. I was like, you ladies better be listening up here, you know. And let's see here. Oh, this one was kind of cute. You have too many shoes. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's like, wait, could, is that a possibility? I mean, most women well, are going to And women what? are probably saying, I want you to care enough where you even care about having great shoes for yourself. I know. <laughs> well, that is true because some guys you're like, okay, really? You know, my husband used to ask me, he would come in and say, is this wrinkled? And I'm like, if you have to ask if it's wrinkled, go it's take wrinkled. it off. Yes. <laughs> go take it off. We are not wearing that. <laughs> I've heard compliments about my flip-flops being smelled from the other room, and she's like, get new ones. <laughs> <laughs> being smelled from the other room. nice wow you are some special kind of cray cray aren't you in there <laughs> okay where would we find a gym like you <laughs> yeah. hey you know what he is a gym behind like the microphone behind the microphone he is a gym right Poor there computer. if it itches we will scratch it itches love scratches <laughs> I like that. The itchy and scratchy show. Yes, the itchy and scratchy show. Yes, I love that. Oh my goodness! All right, this one was another good one. Conversely, trying to fix your problems is what we resort to when we can't figure out what else to do. That's just a guy thing. They're fixers, ladies. If you don't want them to fix it, communicate it and right. say, "I want you to just listen and not fix." <laughs> it's not the nail. It's not the yes. That video. <laughs> it's not the nail. Both of you should be listening and watching to that. It's not the nail. All right. And yes, we are that simple. Please don't mistake our simplicity for stupidity. <laughs> I was like, wow, I'm telling you, the A guys simple were, genius. Yes, you know. Okay, now this one. I hope you have something ready here for me, Tegan, on this one. This one's kind of cute. I enjoy romantic walks to the taco truck. <laughs> 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 I was like, that's a friend of mine, Matt. I'm like, Matt, really? It doesn't take much, does it? You know, feed, <laughs> feed them is one of those things that, you know, doesn't Absolutely. take a whole lot. <laughs> All right. Here's a couple from some celebrities. I wish women understood that no matter how much they may think their man is evolved, we are very basic. We were having that conversation earlier. You're very basic. We make you complicated. <laughs> Even the most manscaped guy in a Brooks Brothers suit is a caveman at heart. Let us grunt and be ourselves, and we will gladly drag your dinner home. <laughs> that is from Tim Wilkins, who is a comedian. I was like, okay, there you go. And this one is from Benjamin Watson, who is an NFL player. Men already love your body as it is, but when you're confident, it's even more of a turn on. It is. Along those lines, and this is him, along those lines, lingerie is way overrated. <laughs> I'm getting <Yes> stares. No. <laughs> I'm getting like I knew I know that there's guys going, "What? What? No. Dude, Benjamin, really?" And I guarantee Victoria's Secret would probably disagree as well because you they know, make a lot of money. I think there's a lot of anticipation <laughs> going up to putting on that lingerie on and walking out of the into the room yes, wearing it. Much, yes. Much like a wedding, there's a lot of planning into yes. it. But the actual ceremony is very short. Yes. Cuz that Laundry comes off, off that fast. fast. Well, okay, here's the thing. I was going to say, most of you guys, you know, I learned this a while back. <laughs> I could just simply say, hey, do you want to? And I mean, you know, there goes the hubby down the hallway. Clothes are flying. And I'm like thinking... I was going to ask if you want to have a pizza, you know? <laughs> like, <what? laughs> no effort involved. I mean, you know, it, it doesn't take a whole lot. It's not like you no. have to get real fancy schmancy and all sexy. You could just be in a t-shirt and, and rip that off and be like, okay, cool. That's all. I mean, again, you guys are easy. We make you difficult. That's right. You know? <laughs>
<laughs> All right, let's see. Let's look, let's look at a couple here. I like this one. Your appreciation and approval turns us on. When we do something and you light up, we will try to figure out what we did to get that reaction and keep doing that to get the same reaction. Is that right? That is absolutely Oh, right. here's a deep one. Uh-oh. So that reaction based off of me fixing things that aren't your problem mm-hmm. makes you want to fix your problem. Yeah, well, you know what? I'm going to agree with you there. Uh, yes, so, I am going to agree with you on that one. That's true. And so I tell like, you if what. If I like, fix your car and then you're ready to pounce me, I'm going to be like waiting till the next time you're silent and go, what's wrong? Yeah. I got this. <laughs> it's like, I got to pounce the last time. So what can, what can I do to fix? I got to fix something. Is there something broken? I got to fix something. <laughs> and then they bark at me. And then, and then you get barked at. Exactly. Well, a 50-yard dash, dashing to the grocery store, a dash of creamer in your coffee. Stay with me because after the break, I'm going to talk about the one dash that you should not want to rush through and want more of in your life. Miss part of today's show or a previous episode? Find them on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Google Play Music. This is The Dorsey Show. Prom season, wedding season, homecoming. Get the look you want this year at Muzzy's. Your one-stop shop, Muzzy's has everything you need to look great with the perfect dresses, shoes, and accessories. These events will be unforgettable, so shouldn't you be too? Find us online at muzzies.com or come see owner Lynn Red and her amazing staff. Muzzy's, fashion with an attitude. The average person moves five times over their lifetime. If it's moving time for you, John Wilkinson is ready to help sell your home quickly, professionally, at the best possible price. John's personalized and unique marketing plan will get your home in front of the most qualified buyers and their agents by means of real estate magazines, online listing sites, social media, direct marketing, and yes, even on the radio. Call John Wilkinson at 281-974-0739 or email him at john at jwgetsitsold.com to get your house on the market and featured on the Bringing It Home show on Vinyl Draft Radio. Contact John Wilkinson with Better Homes and Gardens. Gary Green, the real estate agent invested in you. Chuck Sports Bar and Memorabilia in League City is exactly what you picture a hometown bar to be. A perfect place to watch the game with friends, all the while enjoying great food, great drinks, and a friendly staff. Chuck's is also the home of celebrity bartender nights, open mic nights with Robert Del Toro, karaoke nights, and more. Chuck's is located at 601 East Main in Old League City and is open Tuesday through Thursday from 4 to 11 p.m. and Friday and Saturday from 4 to 1 a.m. Call Chuck's 832-632-1325 or find them on Facebook by searching Chuck's Sports Bar League City. Connect and interact with Dorsey on Facebook. Want to be a guest? It's simple. Contact us at VinylDraftRadio.com. This is The Dorsey Show. Welcome back to The Dorsey Show. The one time a dash should be so much more. Well, I was at this women's network luncheon just yesterday, and a good friend of mine was the speaker. 
she just turned 31, which for her was a huge milestone because she wasn't even supposed to live past 12 years of age initially. Then she wasn't sure she would even see 20. And now to be over 30, not only is she thrilled, and I hope, Angel, that I'm getting this this comment, this quote correct. She said she feels like she's living in an old lady's body because she's done so much in her short life already Mm. because, you know, she could not take life for granted because she wasn't guaranteed that she would have life. So she's living life to the fullest. And I was wondering how many of us can say that, you know, and another friend told me, which this was so sweet. I have known our grandparents grew up together and she said she was so proud of me for having this show and she had always wanted to be in radio and took the safe route in another field, in another job. And that got me thinking too, you know, I'm always talking on the show about happy, healthy lifestyle, how to make it fun. And I still hear way too often the regrets in someone's voice as they talk about what they wished they had done. They are afraid of having fun or breaking out of the same old mold. And then they don't do anything until it's past time to live that happy, healthy life. So why do we do this? Play safe, not play at all. Or rush around filling our lives with useless chatter, thinking we are filling it with purpose. We dash through life, never living life, and certainly not enjoying life to the fullest. Well, I want to read you guys a short story that I love, and the little book sits on my desk. It's a reminder to me that I need to be mindful of what I do, of of what is in my dash while I'm dashing around, living, or even avoiding life. And I hope you find it as eye-opening as I do. The story is The Dash by Linda Ellis. I read of a man who stood to speak at the funeral of a friend. He referred to the dates on her tombstone from the beginning to the end. He noted that the first came that first came the death of her birth and spoke of the following date with tears but he said what mattered most of all was the dash between those years for that dash represents all the time that she spent alive on earth and now only those who loved her know what that little line is worth For it matters not how much we own, the cars, the house, the cash. What matters is how we live and love and how we spend our dash. So think about this long and hard. Are there things you'd like to change? For you never know how much time is left that can still be rearranged. If we could just slow down enough to consider what's true and real and always try to understand the way other people feel. And be less quick to anger and show appreciation more and love the people in our lives like we've never loved before. If we treat each other with respect and more often wear a smile, remembering that this special dash might only last a little while. So when your eulogy is being read with your life's actions to rehash, Mm -hmm. would you be proud of the things they say and how you spent your dash? Wow. So I think this ties in perfectly. I got goosebumps. I don't know about you, Freddie. I did get goosebumps. I absolutely love that story. It's like the best thing ever. I keep it. It's a little book. There's other stuff in it besides that poem. It just, mm-hmm. it sometimes when I'm either too full of myself or I'm in doubt or I'm spinning, right. I'm frustrated, I'm overwhelmed with all this stuff as an entrepreneur that I need to do. And it's like, wait, 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 wait. 
I came with everything I need to fulfill this purpose. I came here to be, I believe my purpose was to bring not only the fun, just love and light to other people and open up new experiences and plant new seeds of opportunities. And, you know, sometimes I still get stuck in that spin as much of an introvert and as independent and as outgoing as I am. And I love speaking and doing, I still have doubts. We're human you know, things come in. And so I think this again ties perfectly with what we were talking yes. about today and about relationships, building a tribe of people who you want to have a community with. This enables us to live a life a little bit better while living out our dash. And I talk a lot about, and we did today, what's mm -hmm. true and real and knowing yourself and finding your true purpose. Because one of my other mantras is rediscovering your play purpose and right. pleasure and that that's key to a happy, healthy lifestyle. And the saying is still true, making a living is not the same as making a life. Find your community with the help of Freddie, <laughs> develop your tribe, discover what makes your heart sing, and create your own music that you dance to with wild abandon. That's the little dancer in me coming out. Right. It's just loads of fun, great exercise, and it's very freeing, folks. You know, learn to laugh more. And of course, listening to the show weekly is a great way to start. And love what you do with all of your heart. And that truly is one of the most important steps to living a true and real dash. We all have unique talents and abilities, and one of life's greatest challenges is to match those talents to career opportunities that bring out the very best in us. It may result in trial and error. I mean, we both talked right. about, you know, we've, we've, we've failed, and I believe failure is a step to it. You're not succeeding if you don't fail at some point. That's right. I really believe that, you know. If you fail, it's just because you're trying. You know, and it may result, like I said, in trial and error and be difficult at times. It's worth the effort, though, to finding your happy, healthy self. Wouldn't you agree? You have to be in a hot pursuit for your happy self. Yeah, that burn in your belly, like That's we're talking right. about. The this, true burn in your belly. The true burn, besides just the jalapenos. That's right. Lord have mercy. You'll have to listen to the rest of it if you're just joining in to hear that belly burning story. And like my <laughs> guest today, Freddie, you know, went through plenty of trial and error in his youth. You learned lessons along the way, and you've now grown a wildly successful social media a business, a community of thriving individuals and like-minded individuals. And not only do you thrive in that, your people thrive in that. You love being in it and cultivating that. And that is your passion. So I am passionate about sharing people that are like-minded. So again, for those that are just joining in or just hopping on, tell them, let everyone know again how they can, can connect with you and start building their own thriving community. Absolutely. You can. So the first thing is that you can find me on LinkedIn, okay. Freddie Gorgeous. You can also go to LinkedInSalesFunnel.com or HoustonYoungProfessionals.com or send me a text at 713-409-6127. Well, thank you so much, Fred. I really appreciate you being here today. It was absolutely fantastic. This hour flew like shabamas. It was fast. You know, I do make up words here, so that was another one, shabamas. <laughs> so I'm going to end this with a qu another a little quote by Norman Peel. Throw your heart over the fence and the rest will follow. That's right. Isn't that sweet? So my heartfelt thanks to each and every one of you listeners. I am thrilled beyond measure that you are here with me and sharing part of my dash because you are all now part of my dash. So this week's wrap up dollop of Dorsey is uh, for you guys. It's, it's kind of what you are and ladies stop making them so difficult because this is what <laughs> they are. Men are really simple ladies. They have two emotions. They're hungry 
or they're horny. If you, <laughs> it's true. If you see him without an erection, make that man a sandwich. <laughs> and for even more happiness with way more fun and loads of shenanigans in between the dashes, head over to my website at www.dorseyhillglobal.com. Be sure to sign up for my newsletter and also connect with me on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter. Do me a favor, please let me know first that you listen to the show so I know where you're coming from. Well, that's it today for this episode of the Healthy Happy Fun Hour here on The Dorsey Show. Join me here every Thursday at 10 a.m. Central Standard Time on Vinyl Draft Radio. Or very happy to say we're on iHeart and Spotify. Like, raise the roof. (laughs) Very excited about that. And my wish for all of you, for, for you as always, for each and every one of you until next time is that you are happy, healthy, and have a ton of fun. Big Texas love and hugs to each and every one of you. Bye for now.